at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8 on Joke Workshop with 4-minute sets and 4-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9 with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THCT. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. Coming in the building, super exciting. It is a Wednesday. It is high noon. It is time for the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio. I'm so glad you're on time today. That is so awesome. I know. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we are here on the AltaCast at MutinyRadio.fm. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Sheriff of Truth. Latoya um, and I hate to always Ooh. mention lovely first you are but you're also clever and oh, intelligent and thanks, funny I, but it's just you know I always that's success I just go straight to the I just go straight to the to the lovely to the tropes good. that I understand I like lovely I don't get called that much often so like I, I, I appreciate that Hey. Oh, why has it been so damn gloomy? Well, because it's that it's that uh, Samuel Clemens, also known as Mark Twain, quote that the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. Uh, it's just weird here that it's hot in you know uh, October and cold in. July. August. It's August. I, I said July. It. You know what's funny though is that <laughs> it, I know what month it is because I've seen people already packing up for Burning Man. Get the uh, fuck out of here. Uh, get the fuck out of here, Burning Man people. Oh, get it's your playa dust. Shake it off. Get the fuck out of here. It's yeah. that time of year for that, that time again. of year that for dustiness. Well, for parking to be available in the mission. <laughs> <laughs> you and, used to go every year. You said right. Uh, I went 2002, 2003, 2007. Okay. Um, so it's been, I think, a long enough time. It's been over 10 years. I'm never going back. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. And within the past 15 years, I mean, we've talked about how expensive it is. It's insane. It's you to have be dusty. To be, well, it's, it's to go to adult summer camp. I mean, it's fine. I get it. If I had that much expendable income. But, you know, instead, I had two grand and I'm going to Italy. That's what I'm saying. For, well, that's what I'm right? saying. That's much yeah. smarter. That's I was about to say right. something like you're, you're using I your money. In, in two weeks from today, I will wake up. I will be in Rome. Oh, it's, it's going to be amazing. Oh, oh, awesome. I know. I'm very excited. I won't be gonna, here next week, too. Oh. I'll be in Chicago. Oh, cool. Are you going to do yeah. some comedy out there? Some improv? I, I will probably do some uh, uh, improv or what have you because cool. my friends, uh, I got plenty of friends out there and it's my birthday week. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I'm going to be glad that it's going to be hot as hell because I'm actually jonesing for some hot ass weather. Right. It's summer some places. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere in the world it's summer. Somewhere in the world. I'm sure it's going to be nice and warm in Italy too. Yeah, it should be really beautiful. I'm really excited. Two weeks? It's actually three weeks I'm going to be weeks. gone. But I'll be there in two weeks. So it's, it's two weeks from yesterday we leave. 
that's, so yeah that's exciting it's, uh, yeah I'm, I'm a little nervous because there's a lot of stuff to get done but you know noise pop was last week and it was really successful so I felt like cool my planning works <laughs> so hopefully my planning in foreign countries will also be as uh, successful the the noise pop thing went really well we made like 200 bucks yeah so that was great and the karaoke was really fun uh, we're gonna be uploading that to its own indices on well it, its own index on our indices trying to be smart with the words whatever I um got an email because I'm in the email with everybody yeah about, Someone, the, about the vomit yes yes what the, okay, in the okay okay that that box of t-shirts that box of the uber shitty t-shirts yeah um Somebody vomited in that box and just destroyed three t-shirts. And the thing that, oh, and the rest of it, and it smelled like puke. And I didn't discover it until Monday and they were all dried and had been in there oh, since no. sa- Saturday. So someone during noise pop, and some people say they know who it is, but no one will tell me. I'm like, fucking tell me if you know. Dude. Because I was here all day. That's the crazy thing. I was here from like 11 a.m. until there was only an hour from 6.30 to 7.30. I wasn't here. But then I came back and I was here till 10. And from eight to nine, I had no idea who threw up in the box. And it's just no alcohol zone. So I can't believe that, I mean, they got drunk somewhere else and came in here. But in the box? In the in fucking here, box? In, in the, the studio? Who was, and that's the thing is, who was in here? There were only a couple people that I remember being inside this room that weren't running the board but I was also so busy like I just ripping and running and what have you and and interviewing people and all there was I was all this stuff going but so somebody barfed in that box that's trifling I know and the the thing is that if at the time they would have said something it would have been great because I would have felt sorry for them and been like I'm hey I drink a lot too but when I'm blackout drunk I don't do shitty things to other people. That person is just a shitty person, basically. So yeah. when you blackout drink, you just stop creating memories. And it happened to me last night. I don't remember. I remember <laughs> getting my fifth IPA. I didn't eat dinner. And I was having so much fun. And then I don't remember. So blackout me took care of me, though. I got home. I woke up at my house. Everything was fine. But blackout whoever vomited in my box did a shitty thing it's a shitty shitty thing so i just wish that people were more responsible and it sucks because it's like that's disrespectful it's super disrespectful to vomit it somewhere inappropriate and in this room there's so many awesome places to vomit like they could have taken the little bucket that was over there you could dump things out of that raffle bucket and vomit in there i've vomited in there before there's boxes there's, there's all a, kinds there's of places place called the bathroom there's also the bathroom there's also the fucking street there's a st- vomit on the goddamn street why you gotta vomit on my shit so anyways it's it was like 60 bucks worth of product and oh, this person man. is nowhere to be found i mean if they would have told me at the time i would have pulled the shirts out and been like okay you owe me 60 bucks you can take these shirts you just bought these shirts you, just you can go home shirts. and watch them or you could throw them away but you just bought these shirts see like stuff like that would piss me off a lot I, I was very very angry because it's disrespectful again yeah. like you're using you're utilizing this space Wait, you can if you want to hear how angry I was I can actually bring it up Ooh. Um, on the um, on the thing you have to Turn the volume off on that. On this one? Yeah, turn it down. All right. And then uh, go to the internet. We'll we'll put on a song and then and, and, and we'll <laughs> I and then we'll you. go through this. Yes. Um, but here, p- actually, press play on what's right there. 
because this is this is the scientific stuff about getting blackout drunk and what it means. So we'll we'll do a little learning of ourselves and then we'll hear my rant. Alcohol and we've brought in one of my BFFs, Natalia Reagan. What's How up? How you doing, Trace? Good to be back. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about. Let me just get this right. Drunken monkeys. Drunken monkey hypothesis. Let me say that again. I swear I'm not drunk. Drunken monkey hypothesis. The drunken monkey hypothesis. Yes. If you haven't watched yesterday's episode about where alcohol comes from in human history, make sure you do that. But today, I'm going to talk about a little about why we evolved to be able to drink alcohol, or why we think we evolved to be well, able to. Well, there's this idea, um, actually by, um, it was proposed by uh, Dr. Robert Dudley at uh, UC Berkeley, so just right across oh, the way. Uh, he was working in Panama with uh, monkeys, and he was thinking, hey, you know, these monkeys are eating fruit at a high level, and, and um, spider monkeys in particular are frugivores, meaning they eat primarily fruit. Okay. And what does fruit have? Ripe fruit? It has ethanol. Mm. And so there's this idea that uh, monkeys were uh, seeking out and sniffing out fruits with higher ethanol content. Why would they do that? Uh, because possibly they're sweeter, possibly they have more of a caloric intake. And so there was a study done in 2013 and 14, actually by uh, Dr. Christina Campbell, who was my thesis advisor. Oh. And her oh, right. Yeah, uh, they're boring and stupid. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I thought they were gonna have something interesting Back to say on. about blacking out, but they didn't and I chose the wrong one. Okay, this is the rant. Just press play on that All thing. Right. This is the rant from Monday when I came in, got... <laughs> I guess I started it a little late, uh, uh, or it recorded early. We can scroll through, uh, scroll up a little bit, and we'll see if it... Tunes of Arabic. There, here we go. Stuff in the background today. Uh, and your first comedian, he was at the Noise Pop block party. He wasn't even back here. I'm sure it wasn't him who vomited. In the, I don't think it was from the Noise... No one was drinking during Noise Pop! Because I don't let them... Okay, uh, your first comedian, uh, he was here at Noise Pop on Friday, or Saturday, and he had a nice set. Everybody put your hands together for Max Eddie! Huh. I wonder why my, where my rant is, because I, I did it at the top of the show. So I'm confused as trying to remember. Did I do it after Max Eddie? I can't believe that I did that. I, I thought I opened the show with it. Who's a gay Latino? Huh, bummer. I don't know why it didn't capture my rant. Three different women. Well, we can always reenact your rant. Oh, no, it was it was really good. Like, it was, I mean, and everybody, at, later they were like, they made fun of it, too, because it was so, it was it was at the beginning, but I'm, I'm confused. Uh, I'll try to do something else later. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Anyways, somebody vomited in the box. I was really, really angry. I did this incredible rant, which I thought people got to hear. I guess it didn't record on the podcast. That bums me out, because I'm like, it was from I remember looking at the clock and it was 6.04 when I finished ranting which means I had about a four minute rant so I did it at the top of the show but right there I was just introducing Max Eddy so whatever how was your week I'll play with it and I'll try to figure it out Ta tell us about your week weird it's been a weird week weird 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 I'm trying to set up this uh, YouTube live that we're doing now 
fun. We I'm just happy. don't have the technology. I don't here. have. I don't uh, obviously, have, yeah. we don't have the technology yeah. at all. If I tried to make, if I, I mean, at the first four minutes of my podcast, it disappeared. I just don't even understand. <laughs> It's just been like I've I've been depressed and stuff, so you know that's been great. And um, let's see, my birthday's next week, so that usually happens by Great Depression. Um, what else? Oh, there's drama going on at work, so that's always fun. Um, I'm actually ready for a vacation on the real. I'm I'm really seriously ready to like go to Chicago be hot and bothered and just get loose i've just been for the past this whole summer has not been the best summer for me i mean i've had a lot worse but it's just been uneventful and depressing and this weather definitely is not helping it's been goddamn gloomy every day it's been gloomy Oh, I think we found the rant. Yeah, I, I found it. I scrolled through. I uh, used the special magic. All right. Uh, yeah, press play. We can hear my rant. MutinyRadio.fm. Uh, stand for the joke workshop. I'm going to try to be nice, but you guys have to understand that um, the world is filled with assholes. Are we all completely aware of this? Everyone is 100% on board that everyone is an asshole, right? <laughs> People are children, and they don't know how to clean up for themselves, and they don't respect anything. Like, there was someone who took a shit on the bus, and then there was another person who, even when people vomit on the bus, at least they try to get it into a bottle or maybe their hat or something. Uh, but uh, people will remember a couple weeks ago when I was fucking pissed on the joke workshop because I had to clean up vomit before, the three-day-old vomit that someone vomited and didn't uh. tell me and didn't try to clean up after them. Like, even when you're fucking blackout drunk, you don't remember when you vomit. Like, I drink more than anyone in this room. <laughs> I can easily say that I drink more than all of you individually. And I have never puked somewhere and not cleaned up after myself. Am I the only responsible drunk in the whole world? Is that it? Am I just the only one who knows how to vomit in a toilet? Or you know what I did once? I was fucking sick and I took that, I took a bucket and I vomited in the fucking bucket. There's a bucket over here. I vomited in the bucket. Just so pissed. I'm sorry. You guys are all nice and I'm sure you're not all children. I'm sure you wouldn't vomit in your mom's purse and then not tell her or she'd know because you're her child and you're around her. But the problem is I've got 44 goddamn children and I'm fucking pissed and they don't even pay their dues on time. So if you want this place to exist and have me not close the door because guess what? I get paid $3.11 an hour for this fucking bullshit to fucking run this and pick up after people's puke? Fuck. I'm sorry. I don't have anything to be funny about because... I'm sorry. It just sucks when I come in here and I'm like, hey, I had a great date. I hung out with a four-year-old. And guess what? He didn't pee or vomit on me anywhere. And I got paid 160 bucks to hang out with that little fucker. Seriously. Point taken. All right. That's a need to pay attention to you guys. We've got the <laughs> salt, Sultan. Okay, there we go. There, that was that was my that was my rant on Monday. I'm glad that I found it. You got that a was. valid point, dude. You got a valid point. You took care of a four. Didn't do neither. But this person's a grown ass bastard. See, I can't stand trifling, irresponsible, disgusting, non appreciative motherfuckers yeah they're not they just don't appreciate it but and the thing that someone knows who it was i just want to know who it was that's even more disrespectful first of all you you should be like listen you need to tell me or dot 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 because that way i know i can keep an eye listen 
someone's already stolen uh, someone from here. Someone banning for life. Yeah, yeah someone's you, already stolen in here, and then someone then regurgitation. Yeah, twice now. Yeah, but that's the thing is that we're an alcohol-free space, so I shouldn't have to deal with this. I mean, God. Anyway, yeah. that was so. That was that was Monday. I was. I was bummed. So Anyways, I blacked out last night. I um, I had five IPAs and uh, I spent three dollars and fifty cents, and I, I had five IPAs last night. They had. Pe- I forgot to eat the pizza. Damn it! You didn't eat again. No, I didn't eat, and I remember there was free pizza there. So I, I, re- I remember the last thing I remember is trading another bag of um, of the pot nuts of the. I have these uh, pistachios that are vanilla sugar-crusted pistachios with weed in them. And so I was trading with bartender for drinks. And so I remember it was the second bag of nuts I gave her. So, And I had one bag of nuts when I got home, and I left the house with five. So I paid for my one drink at Bender's, where I got half price, which is why I paid three fifty because I tip. Half price, I tip. And then I went, and I went to my first open mic, and I had two drinks. That means three IPAs. And then Charity took me to the next open mic. And then I had two, because I remember the second bag of nuts. And I came home with a bag of nuts and all the money that was left over. So I didn't spend anymore. So I only had five drinks. <laughs> but I don't, that was the last thing I remember is handing her the nuts. I don't remember drinking the last drink. I don't remember. I must not have eaten the free pizza, which is a bummer. And um, I should have ate the free pizza. I mean, I had lunch, but I didn't eat them. Anyways. And then I, I was hanging out with Charity. She's really great. And I just don't remember. So I asked her this morning. I was like, uh, I messaged her and I said, Charity, do you remember? Did I did I perform last night? Because I don't remember performing. And I was like, <laughs> I blacked out. I don't remember. And she's like, she wrote like, blah, ha, ha. And she said, yeah, yeah, you you performed. You were hilarious. And, um, and then a few seconds after, like halfway into the next person's set, she goes, you looked at me and said, did I go up yet? And it was like three minutes after I just, so I was blackout. Like wow. I, but I was Jonathan with you. No, no. And so, and then I also, I got a message from her this morning and said, I lost you. And that was at nine forty six. Jonathan says he woke up at ten thirty and I was on the floor laying on the floor. And he's, he's learned better now than to move me into the bed. He was like, it's good in the bed. So I, I guess he put a blanket on me, which was nice. And, uh, but when Blackout Pam chooses to sleep on the floor, it's for a reason. It's because I don't want pee. I, want you don't, pee. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. But Blackout Pam takes precautions. So he said he found my keys in the sink and my <laughs> pants in another place. And I was laying on the floor. So obviously I went in, got inside, and I went to the bathroom. And then I, I laid down outside because I must have thought like... I am blackout drunk. I must have thought that or something. You took definitely precautions to right. take your pants off. But I took my pants off. But then I, I ended up in bed this morning. I woke up and I was like, oh boy. And I'm sitting there trying to spelunk. Like, I don't even think I've hit my hangover yet. I think I, because I get this like, I end up, I, I just, I think I might still be a little drunk. You're going to get it later, you think? I think I'll get it a little later, yeah. Probably around like one thirty, two o'clock. I'll start having to smoke some. Oh no! I hate but, that feeling. The yeah. creeper creeps up on you. Well, it's ass. five IPAs, no dinner. You is a supermodel diet. Yeah, supermodel diet. <laughs> but I didn't barf. I just black out. Like, and I've got to stop doing that. And that's why I wanted to look up on the the internet's like. 
do you black out? Well, how, what, how, I like, I'm interested to know scientifically what happens when you black out. Because I, I understand that my brain just stops creating memories. And then it makes me like, so yeah, I mean, Charity said I had a hilarious set, but I don't remember it at all. So is it worth it going out to an open mic? What, like, what did I learn? Because um, I don't remember anything. So it's like, what do I learn from that night? Like, oh, when I black out, I can, my scripts just come to me. And I, so I said, did I try to do my new jokes? Or did I go? And she said, you started with some new stuff and then you just went to old material tried and true. And I was like, okay. So blackout Pam making good choices. <laughs> like, don't try the new material when you can't remember shit. <laughs> Well, I at mean, least you got home safe. Too. I know. That's did I another. walk? I mean, obviously, that's I didn't take right a cab. There. I didn't take a cab because I had all my money with me. I didn't. I might have taken a bus because I have a bus pass. I didn't lose anything. I have my phone. I have my keys. Uh, I have my backpack. I didn't lose anything. But I, I, and, and that's, that's terrible. And and I mean, I'm turning 44 this year, and I shouldn't be. You know, I should be. I, I, I still haven't smoked. I've quit smoking. It's been over a week. Oh, have you? You've been doing good on that. Yeah, I haven't smoked. I'm. I don't care anymore. I don't want to smoke. I just. I'm too vain. I don't want to lose my teeth. And I just. How's I have it, no desire to smoke. Like, has your breathing changed? You think, or have you felt any kind of um, on your body, even with smell? And no, I mean not yet. It's pretty much everything's the same I don't really notice I mean I wasn't that heavy of a smoker though so and it it's not going to affect my economy at all because I never bought them I just bummed them <laughs> it'll, it'll change my my boyfriend's economy because he <laughs> but I told him he said he's going to quit smoking too and I was like Yay. you don't have to I was like you're only 33 you make choices sweetheart like do what you do you do you yeah. like I don't want him to quit just because I'm quitting I, but you'll appreciate it because you'll start to realize like when you guys kiss and stuff where you're you'll be more of like I don't like the taste of cigarettes anymore and then I don't I, I'm just speaking from experience when I quit smoking and I would kiss dudes that smoked I kind of got turned off hmm. by it and what have you so I think it's a good idea maybe he'll he's gonna quit I mean I think it's good for his health and his teeth yeah. and his everything um but I smoked for 22 years and I loved it I loved every minute of it and I just realized that you know I'm turning 44 so half my life I smoked yeah Time to give it up. Time to give it up. Listen, I appreciate the era of when I smoked. I loved having my smoking accessories. It was fun. Going outside, meeting people, having yeah, yeah. a smoker circle. But then, you know, just like waking up with that nastiness lodged in my throat and then my sheets and, and my, you know, would smell like cigarettes and stuff. Right. So, and I was paying for them too. So, economically. Yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of win-win for you there. No. Well... I still have been hanging out on the back patio. I don't have a problem. Everybody can smoke around me. I mean, I really, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be like, profess myself this magical being like, I could just quit things. I have really great discipline. But I kind of do. Like, it's just I have good discipline. And I decided I don't want to do this anymore. So I'm not. You have a priority. Your teeth. Yeah. Your health. That's the thing. My vanity is my priority. You know the consequence. Yeah. You're not waiting for a tooth to fall out. Right. Well, I can't, I don't, this is, I mean, it was a $4,000 implant and I feel like, I feel like the smoking is messing with it. And so I want to stop that because 
it was an expensive tooth and I want to keep my girl pretty and I don't want to yeah. have to go to the dentist all the time right right and like get get this redone I don't think you can get them redone because they have to do weird would they have to get grafts a, and a whole new one wouldn't it yeah well what they'd have to do if this one failed is that they'd have to unscrew it so right now it's semi-fused to the, well it's fused to the bone but it could be regress anyways if it failed they'd have to take the whole thing out and then they'd have to put in um a bone graft so they'd have to surgery on me put in bone let that graft heal and then they'd have to do the whole surgery again oh shit so it would probably cost me like twice as much like eight grand or something no that shouldn't right so it's like i can either have like worry about you know eight grand surgery or i can just quit smoking quitting smoking seems much easier to me (laughs) oh fuck yeah are you kidding me i mean and 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 this is just my mind presupposing what would happen if it was falling out or if there was a problem but smoking is really bad for your mouth like and Mm -hmm. i remember being Mm -hmm. in college and one of the dental hygienists made me cry because I was home for college and I was, I'd was i been smoking and I had mentioned it or whatever and she was showed me all these pictures of like what happens to people's gums when they smoke yeah. and all this stuff and I'm not worried about my lungs. I'm worried about my mouth. Mouth cancer is no joke. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And gums. I, I remember seeing those horrible pictures right? of people's gums and teeth and everything else because that means when your mouth is fucked up like that, the rest of your body is fucked up. Yeah. 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 Well, so, and you can have infections in your mouth that can kill you. Kill you. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, w- I want to use my mouth for other things than sucking cigarettes. It's true. I'll suck other things, but. <laughs> and I tell you, I loved it. But like, even I just don't. I just don't want to do it anymore. I don't even want to. I don't even feel like people are like, you're not even vaporizing. I'm like, no, no. I don't think I was even ever addicted to the nicotine. It was more like. Maybe it was the Nick. I don't know. I just liked smoking. It was a tradition thing. It was tradition and then something to do maybe after a set or while you're drinking. Yeah, always while you're drinking. That was on the back patio or yeah. Right. That's one of the reasons why I was a smoker. I was a social smoker. You know, there was a point in time when I started college, I would smoke on my way to class. I would smoke after class. Mm Or walking to class, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think that was my heaviest period. Um, but it was, I was never like, I need to have one right now. But always with drinking, oh yeah, I was, yeah, I was I, or drinking and, and, and cocaine and uh, breaks <laughs> at um, what's it called? Um, in theater, you know, you you have you sit out on the you that you have a break and you smoke, and it was like that was just it was a what gathering. It was a gathering. It was a gathering. All the cool people smoked. Y- yeah, you all would have a conversation, what have you? It's it's yeah. kind of like with drinking too, but you're. Well, drink- I still drink. I yeah, I mean, you, but you have a cigarette in one hand and a glass of something in the other, so it's always a duel. Like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you used to be able to smoke and drink at the same time, well, it's in the patio. Anyone else, if you're quitting smoking, give us a call four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Tell us how it's going. And, and uh, I'm, I'm smoking fine. crack. I feel like I feel like a jerk that I'm just like, yep. <laughs> That's it. It's a new era. Ooh, you know what though? The the food's gonna taste really good when you go to Italy because you're not I, gonna have to I worry guess. about. You're gonna taste things more now that you're gonna you know quit smoking. 
Yeah. I guess. You get your, I don't. Because you get your taste buds back. Because you lose them once you smoke. I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Food's going to taste good. Well, Wine I. Wine going to taste good. Today's a big day. I work late tonight. Um, my new. I, I don't work Sundays anymore. Now I work. Wednesdays oh. from six to close, and it kind of sucks. I liked this Sundays because well, it was it used to be four to ten, and I liked that, but six to midnight, ugh, it's like it kind of sucks. So, in other words, you're here at the studio, yeah, and then I'll stay here. I'll make the new breaker, and I'll do a lot of work, and and, and I'll just go straight over to Bender's. So this is your long day. This is a long day. Yeah, Ugh. I'm just. I mean, and I. I really like working there, and I really like the counter. I just. I liked it better on Sundays. Why are you now on Wednesday? They. Uh, they moved me around. They, they wanted to have the person on Sunday work alone, and although, I could. I'm really new, so they put like a, a really experienced guy on Sunday. Okay. But um, so it's fine. I, I eventually that hopefully they'll let me work alone, but right now it's and the bummer is I think tonight it's a team of three for a while and I hate that I'd rather work with two I'd rather just meet me and another person when it's three people I feel like I'm in the way oh. it's like because I can't see the tickets and so I can't really help and they're on the fryer and usually I do the fryer so like all I'm doing is the point of sale and it's like and delivering food which is fine but I'd rather I mean I can do all of that because mm-hmm. then I feel like you know you got time to lean you got time to clean but there's just a lot more time to lean. So, I mean, I, and I don't want to clean because I don't want to be in their way because they're doing their thing. So then I kind of like, I don't know. It's, um, I'm balanced. I'm learning a balance with my new job. Yeah. But service is fun. I mean, I like it. That's why I'm still in it. Yeah. Mm. It's, I mean, it's, it's good. And I don't know everything. I mean, everything's fine. I'm excited that I get to leave though for, 24 days that's gonna You're be goddamn right I, and I hope everything's okay uh you know like leaving here oh yeah make sure no one does I'll you know what I'll if you give me I think I still have the code I will well you could out. I mean and you can still do the alta cast if you like um I'm just not going to be. You know, one thing that you should be happy that you're going to get away from and I'm sure again people are going to ask you about Donald Trump here. Oh. I don't even know what's happening right now with him. Oh. There's bur- someone made off some... No, not Bernie Madoff. Not made off. No, no. Michael Cohen, um, like who Bernie. is his, yeah, his let's, lawyer. Let's look it up. His lawyer, um, ex-lawyer, is... Uh, he pleaded guilty. Um, and he's probably going to tell um, Mueller more things. And then Paul Manafort, who is his ex-campaign manager, uh, was found guilty... Uh, I believe eight or nine counts for like tax evasion and fraud and you know rich white men, rich white men shit. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. Um, so like it's one step closer um, to getting this fuck face out. I'm sure people are gonna ask you in Italy because Italy right now is going through their own slightly little fascism making a comeback there in Italy. Are they? Oh yeah, there's some real crazy white white wing. I'm going to start calling it that. White wing shit going on in Italy. So, uh let's see what they but say. But that's what's been Are going we going to I mean, so is is impeachment getting well, that, closer to the table? Well, or? that that has they're bringing that uh 
back to the forefront. But what's what the Democrats are kind of worried about is with, you know, the um, election coming up in November. They don't want to say impeachment just yet because it might affect, you know, the election because the Democrats are trying to get in, back into the House and the Senate. Let's, here, we're going to play the Yahoo game really quickly. I put in Trump, and the, here's the searches. Oh, here it is. Trump Twitter, Trump News, Trump approval rating, Trump impeachment. Uh, those are the those are the those are the top things that come out, which is like pretty crazy. Because I mean, it, we 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 do this all the time, like uh, check in to see what what happens when you use the. Google bar the and Google like what bar. comes up. Uh, there's a lot of stuff about impeachment right now. Uh, three hours ago. People are starting to say that this is worse than Watergate. <laughs> and Watergate was pretty fucking bad because you have the, the house right now, which is full of Republicans. They're so complicit. Like you haven't heard Mitch McConnell say a word uh, Paul Ryan made a statement, but he didn't say shit. Um, and then on the other side, you got the Democrats. They weak. They ain't got no balls, but hopefully they win in November. So they're trying. I think they're playing strategy. The Democrats are, which I can kind of understand. Are they just waiting for it all to fall apart and be like, oh, yeah, boy. I think they're try- what they're trying to do is before they start saying impeachment and we want him out, they they got to win first. Oh, we have to wait until November. Yeah. Wait to until the no- support. Exactly. Sure. So that makes sense. Because like, I mean, if I was a politician, if I was running for the Democratic Party, I, I wouldn't want to, especially in those red states, I wouldn't want to just say impeachment just yet because I, I need to get into the House. Well, then they, we can talk about impeachment. This is what the, the GOP and some Democrats, too, reject talk of impeachment. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Michael Cohen's guilty plea implicating President Donald Trump in a crime reverberated across the political, political landscape Wednesday with... Republicans talking, rejecting talk of impeachment without evidence of Russian collusion. Democrats steered clear of the word too and zeroed in on instead what they call a cesspool of corruption engulfing the White House. The one-two punch ahead of the midterm elections, the plea from former Trump lawyer Cohen and the fraud conviction of one-time campaign chairman Paul Manafort is, presented, is presenting the biggest loyalty test yet for Republicans who have been reluctant to criticize the president. Mm -hmm. Democrats face their own challenge in trying to tamp down calls for impeachment for fear that it will galvanize GOP voters in November. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Republican Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell brushed past reporters Wednesday without answering questions about Cohen or the possibility that the lawyer's accusations about an illegal campaign cover-up are grounds for impeachment proceedings against Trump. GOP House Speaker Paul Ryan who is away from Washington, had no direct response either. Because he's a little bitch. Well, ain't nobody tweeting. Uh, that's the thing is we've got Trump's like, tweet, tweet, tweet. You know, it's like whoever screams the loudest is right. Is that what we're doing? Like, just no one's saying anything. I don't. Dude. Trump's strongest supporters are taking the view that absent, absent evidence of collusion with Russian to, Russia to influence the 2016 election, there is just no case for impeachment. <laughs> Jerry Falwell Jr., the president of Liberty University, and a Trump confidant shrugged off the legal developments. Anything short of the campaign actually conspiring with Russia to impact the election, anything short of that will just be background noise, Falwell said. But he, he did that. Um, 
Doug Deason, a Texas-based donor and major Trump supporter, said in no way, shape, or form, let me do it with the accent, in no way, shape, or form did we think we were hiring St. Trump to repair the morals of the country. Are you kidding? Ooh. He said St. Trump. St. Trump. Even those few Republicans who have been willing to speak out about Trump are treading carefully in the wake of Cohen's guilty plea. I don't think... Oh, go ahead. No, I just... It's just... I can't... Uh, that fucking hillbilly. I, like, I do Saint like Tr- the accent. The accent helps. Yeah, it? The, yeah. I mean, yeah, it totally does. But the St. Trump and his... First of all, aren't these the same people that were trying to go after Hillary and some goddamn emails? Yeah, right? I mean, oh, and, the emails. She's a liar. The emails. It's emails. Yeah, and then emails. aren't these the same people that um, got onto Obama about a tan suit? A Sir, tan suit? Yeah. He wore a tan suit. He wore a tan suit. Is that a problem? Yeah, that, I don't know. That, that was presidents are supposed to wear black suits? I don't. It, it, it's ridiculous, yeah, but right? like FDR wore tan suits. I, honey, I know. It doesn't make sense. This is, this is what Senator... Uh, Bob Corker of Tennessee said, let's see if I can do his accent. I don't think I've witnessed anything like I witnessed over the last year and a half. Probably the American people in modern times. Probably the American people have it in modern times, said retiring Republican Senator. Retiring. Bob Corker of Tennessee. But he stopped short of passing further judgment on the Cohen case. I'm sure there's going to be other revelations that come up, he said. And I think we ought to just let the process work. Cohen on Tuesday said Trump directed a hush money scheme before the 2016 election to buy the silence of porn star Stormy Daniels and Playboy model Karen McDougal, both of whom said they had sexual relationships with Trump. Trump has accused Cohen of making up stories to get a deal from federal prosecutors. The president defended the hush money payments Wednesday, saying incorrectly that the effort outlined in Cohen's guilty plea wasn't even a campaign violation. Trump told Fox News in an interview set to air Thursday that the payments didn't come out of the campaign. That's big. The accusation, I like trying to do his voice, that's fine. The accusation from Cohen has inflamed public debate about impeachment. Democratic leaders have sought to downplay the possibility of impeachment ahead of the midterm elections, fearing that overreach that could cause Republicans to rally around the president. Democratic donor Tom Steyer's Twitter feed Wednesday called for others to join his campaign to impeach the president. How much corruption do we need to see? He I know, tweeted. Right? Ben Wickler, Washington director of the liberal advocacy group Move On, said he wants Democrats in Congress to join organizations like his that have been demanding impeachment for several weeks. Move on. Trump's more like, move on. Just move on. Let it go. Uh, now that Trump's personal lawyer has implicated him in a crime, not supporting impeachment feels like a dodge, Wilkler said. Impeachment doesn't have to be the core of your message to the electorate, but it's not something you can bury your head in the sand and ignore. But Democratic leader Nancy Pelosi, uh, Representative Nancy Pelosi said that unless other information emerges, impeaching Trump is not a priority for Democrats if they regain control of the House this fall. Pelosi says she prefers to see Democrats work to ensure special counsel Robert Mueller can finish his investigation. And when the information emerges about that, we'll see, Pelosi said Tuesday uh, as the news about Cohen was unfolding. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer used the developments to press the Democrats' case against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh saying Republicans should hit pause on their push toward confirmation. He expressed concern about Kavanaugh's unwillingness to indict 
a, sing, a sitting president, as is Justice Department policy, or subpoena a president to testify. Kavanaugh's confirmation hearing is set for September 4th. This Republican Congress has done almost nothing to check the president, Schumer said. Mm-hmm. We cannot allow the Supreme Court to be captured as well. The House is on summer break for campaign season. The Senate is in session trying to wrap up a rare August work period that GOP leaders had hoped would be invigorating. Instead, senators at the Capitol are finding themselves facing questions they often have no answers for. Some Republican strategists are privately worried about the party's prospects in November because of the scandals. Democrats see a similar opening in what Schumer has called a cesspool around the president. I think we're beyond the tip of the iceberg. We're in the middle of the iceberg right now, given how many people so close to the president are on their way to jail, said Democratic Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut. My hope is that Republicans don't retreat into a corner. This is a moment where the future of the presidency is at stake. This isn't about politics or point scoring. So I'll take my time to come to a conclusion, but I hope Republicans will also be willing to look for the facts and come to a non-political conclusion that's best for the country. You can't trust those Republicans. This is from... uh, Houston. This was, um, this is the Chronicle, Houston Chronicle. So, even in Texas. Yeah, you can't, listen, the, the, the Republicans have been so complicit the whole year and a half. Like, you know, if, first of all, when Clinton, uh, he got caught with his pants down and basically getting some head. And he was impeached, okay? Everyone was after Clinton, though he got to finish his whole, you know, his whole term. Some of these Republicans, and and, and the thing is what Trump is doing is a lot worse. I just typed in president and the, the Google comes up with president, presidential impeachment, President Clinton impeachment, President Johnson impeachment, President Trump. (laughs) Uh, And then would Pence be better president? (laughs) Well, we talked about that because with the fact of the matter, if the Democrats do take the House and if Pence does become, you know, a lame duck. Exactly. Exactly. So it's eight minutes ago. Uh, the UK sends out Donald Trump impeachment. Can the US president be removed from office and how could it happen? It's like this is yeah. the, what the this is eight minutes ago from our friends in the UK. Uh, this is this is neat because they're uh, it's from it's from the, the independent here. Oh the we'll independent. We'll go awesome. through. Uh, the conviction of one key Donald Trump aide and the admission of guilt by another over a string of financial misdemeanors have once more raised the question of impeaching the U.S. president. Mr. Trump's long-serving attorney Michael Cohen and ex-campaign manager Paul Manafort were both found guilty by courts in New York and Virginia on Tuesday of charges arising from FBI Special Counsel Robert Mueller's ongoing investigation into the possibility of Russian agents conspiring to hack the 2016 presidential election. Cohen's guilty plea included the confession that he had arranged to pay hush money to Playboy playmate Karen McDougal and porn star Stormy Daniels as the at the direction of the candidate to ensure they stayed silent on allegations that he had sexual affairs with them prior to accept the public nomination. Here's everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. How does impeachment work? In accordance with the U.S. Constitution, impeachment can be investigated, can be instigated by a majority vote in the House of Representatives against any civil officer of the federal government, not just the president, if there is reason to suspect them of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. All right. Wow. Uh, and it has House, 
can be instigated by a vote in the House of Representatives. Well, it won't be right now because they're all Republicans. They're not going to they're not going to impeach their own boy. No. So it would have to it would literally have to wait until the Democrats, the Democrats took the House. And and that's another thing. If we're talking about what if the Republicans keep everything. What happens? Then, just, then we all just go, well, it's all a sham. Well, what happens is that is the fall of our democracy. Yeah. It's I mean, if, like it's we're we're like sitting on red right now. Seriously, mm. because with everything in this administration, like we're we're talking about, yes, you know, him with the collusion with Russia, and what have you. But there's also his administration that's destroying things like Betsy DeVos. I was yeah. just reading something yeah. today about um, there's been a lot of um, complaints about racial discrimination in different uh, uh, schools and that have been completely ignored and then sure, of course a lot have. of the for-profit schools she's putting a lot of uh, for pro- uh, people who work for for-profit for- 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 schools right, in like charter her, schools yeah yeah um, into her you know into her office and then you have fucking Uncle Ben Carson who uh, is destroying HUD Mm. There's always there's I was reading something last week about um, uh, the housing discrimination. It's he's basically making it fall apart. Well, we know that money, it's all money. Follow the money. And and Trump is helping the people with money and not. I mean, is the class war upon us? Is it? Uh, it's been. It's it, been. I, but it, it isn't because our military, if if our military would wake up and be like, we're the have-nots. That's another thing that's going if, on. If with we the, have a class war. The, the military's on our side. Okay, so here, <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned the military too, because now um, Eric Prince, who is Betsy DeVos's brother, is trying to privatize the military no. now as we speak. Yes, and he's a bad dude. He's that's a really terrible. bad dude. So like all this, it. it I mean, if they were to stay in the house, it is the fall of everything. Like this is no we joke. Just pass all their. We, they'll just pass all their shit for their rich people. We got the trade war, the tariff war going on right now. There have been factories that are about to start closing. Like shit is getting real. And then you know you got your good old fashioned racism. Woo. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's. Well, they. I think they. They. The big they. The rich people. If if it's. The thing in revolution is if the if the have not there are more of us than there are of them. I know. We can just take their shit. I know. I like go French Revolution on that. I know. Ass. I think we might get there, but I, maybe I I think that they spent so much time making us dumb that I mean they they no child left behind. This is a systematic right. culling of critical thought from our education and system. The, so we're all fucking dumb, and they love our phones. And really, the only way that I think. A, class war will finally come upon us is if if we make it happen but, but if there's a huge solar flare and all the electricity goes out you know but the the, the terrible thing also with that is you have so many people it, like i we've said this many times over that a lot of trump supporters it's like a cult to them so nothing mm-hmm. that he says or does can be no harm and they're willing to eat dog food <laughs> Rather than have a decent living or a life and wake up to see like this man is destroying the country. The whole administration yeah. is destroying
destroying the country. Your jobs are going to be taken away, but you're going to blame it on immigration and those others, the others that are taking your jobs when it's yeah. not. It's never been about the others taking your jobs. So mm. not only does that you have a class warfare, but then you have a race warfare going on. Oh, and then on top of that with immigration, now they're trying to stop legal immigration legal legal not illegal legal they're trying to stop legal uh, yes because because we're just we're like close the borders shut it down they it's because a lot of people that do immigrate from here don't come from fucking scandinavia there's we a whole really strategy hate brown people that much it, they, yes they're trying to use this whole strategy like laura ingram last week got in trouble because she said some really white supremacist shit about like the demographics are changing we didn't vote for this you know like using she wasn't using a dog whistle she was using a bullhorn and it comes it's this sense of entitlement that we deserve everything and i i mean we're seeing like this shit is i i can't yeah this is this is weird it's really bad and it, even now, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you probably go to Italy, people are going to ask you yeah, a like, bunch of shit. Be like, talk on the podcast. I'm going to do a lot of recording. Uh, this is a little non sequitur before we get back, but sort of to the point. I was on the bus yesterday morning, excuse me, Monday morning, getting to my job. I took the nine. I took the nine. That was a mistake. Very busy. <laughs> and the guy that sat next to me smelled really, really bad. Oh, God. Oh God! He did not smell good, and I was torn between because it was very packed bus. But I wanted to sit because I wanted to read my book. So I was like, couldn't concentrate. Well, it, well, I just I was trying to breathe through my mouth. I hate being a mouth breather, <laughs> but I was trying to breathe through my mouth. But then I felt like I was getting like maybe like pea particles or something in my mouth. So I was trying to shallow breathe through my nose and and read my book. Uh, anyways, another guy had his music on. My point is that right before we get to our destination, he pulls out a fucking iPhone. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I have a dumb phone. He has a smartphone. But he stinks. He stinks. What's up? Like, I don't even understand. Like, I am I must be like lower than, I'm, I'm like, I'm below poverty level now at this point. If the guy who smells like pee and is wearing really dirty, now my pants are kind of dirty, but I, I wear them until I work. I wear my jeans for like a week and I wear them to work and then I don't wear them again because work smells like grease and I deep fry things and it's weird. It's a bar. But uh, my point is, what the fuck? Um, like, it, 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 I, everyone I, has a smartphone now, just like everyone. Dogs have smartphones. Everyone has everyone. a fucking smartphone. You can be homeless. But I, I think it, what it goes down to, I think priorities. Who The haves and the haves. Do you feel like a have if you have a smartphone? I, I think I think people now just take it as a necessity, hmm. you know. We all have I little mean, computers in our pockets. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I've I've never been in that situation, so I don't know. But I also feel that people's priorities are really fucked up. So I have seen some people who you know look very questionable, but will pull out like a. a a nice iPhone or it was I mean it wasn't an Obama phone I know Obama was giving out phones did you hear about it Obama was giving out phones well at least uh, at least if he has that iPhone hopefully he's reading the news <laughs> I don't know it, I don't. it was it was it was confusing and it was a bummer and he smelled bad and it made me very sad and I don't like riding the nine I number nine I take I 
take the 27 more number off nine. The nine. Well, I mean, it does. It's like, can you get chlamydia from the nine? There, I don't know. There are going to be a lot more people like him if people don't get their shit together and, and pay attention to what's the fuck's going on around them. Well, and we don't. That's the thing. That's, it's, I mean, there's going to be a lot more homeless people and a lot more angry, bitter people. Yeah. Which means there's going to be more violence. I know crazy this, violence. This, I mean, the crazy violence, like the crazy the people getting their throats slit on the Bart platform. I mean, what? They were trying. I mean, to that was say, like two weeks ago, but they were trying to say that was like what's her name, Nia, Nia Williams. She. They were trying to say that he. Um, it wasn't like a hate crime. I think it was a hate crime because he was a member, I believe, from this group called the Proud Boys, which is kind oh. of like a white nationalist group. See, that's another thing. Slitting throats on it. That just, it's like random violence is... But this, I mean, this, this is, it's always been there, but now it's just so, the kettle is, the yeah, kettle is whistling. It's boiling. It's, it's whistling. boiling. Yeah, and it's only going to get worse. And like I said, if the Republicans stay in office, y'all better get some guns. Yeah, right. I'm not kidding. Things just, get scary. The House Judiciary Committee investigates whether the charges are warranted and if the consensus is yet, articles are duly drafted laying out accusations. These are then voted on by the House as a whole. Assuming the vote passes in favor of impeachment, the articles are then handed to the Senate, which serves as a court presided over by the Chief Justice of the United States, President, presently John Glover Roberts Jr., Senators swear an oath to do impartial justice according to the Constitution and the laws. Managers are appointed from among the senators to prosecute the case, while the accused is entitled to present a defense during the trial hearings. Once both sides have been heard, the Senate votes on each article of impeachment convicting conviction coming if two-thirds of members find the defendant guilty. Again, like if it gets through the House, it's got to get through the Senate. And if both of them are Republican, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Should that happen, the Senate finally hands down its punishment, be it removal from office or a ban on their ever-holding office federal authority again. The vague nature of the phrase high crimes and misdemeanors has led to some disagreement about what precisely constitutes an impeachable offense it is generally interpreted as meaning behavior unbefitting to the office held or in violation of the public trust rather than pushing an unpopular policy or acting incompetently. It's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> behavior un- unbefitting of the office held. Um, tweeting like a 12-year-old girl every 17 minutes about your fucking bullshit. Inciting violence. Inciting violence. Absolutely. I mean, behavior unbefitting of the office held. Uh, He's done that. Like, what, we have any questions? Anyone has any questions about this? I I can't even, I just, we could just read his tweets. We could just read his tweets and just see what is unbefitting of the office. His rants, his insanity. I mean, the fact. Acting incompetently. I mean, the fact that it's so obvious that he did collude with Russia. Like, there was the meeting that uh, his son, uh, his son Don Jr., had um, with um, trying to get dirt on Hillary Clinton. That you're not supposed to get information from another country about a source for a candidate. You're not supposed to do that. So, I mean, that's. I mean, that happened. That happened. You know, all of I mean, all of it is we've been here. It's all happened. Are we just going to pretend it didn't happen? A lot of people. That's what that's what we're doing. It's like, oh, but just like two weeks ago, there was people's throats were slit in the BART tracks. But uh, whatever, you know, don't don't worry about it. 
mean, um, we were talking about this last year. I mean, what some of the shit like slandering like Obama, like he wiretapped me. Like, do you know how slanderous? <laughs> oh, and then one of the tweets I believe this morning, um, he he mentioned Obama again because he's yeah, so Michael obsessed. Cohen. Oh, pled guilty to two counts of campaign finance That's violations it. that were not a crime. Let me do it in his voice. <laughs> Michael Cohen pled guilty to two counts of campaign finance violations that are not a crime. President Obama had oh, a big yeah. campaign fin- finance violation, and it was easily settled! Exclamation point. Yeah. See? He just... There's so many. A large, a, lar- a large number of counts. Ten. Could not even be decided in the Paul Manafort case. Witch hunt! Witch uh- hunt! Oh, and there was. Exclamation one, point! I believe one of those uh, one of those tweets uh, said something like how uh, Paul Manafort was, didn't break or something. Yeah, I feel very badly for Paul Manafort and his wonderful family. Justice took a 12-year-old tax case, among other things, applied tremendous pressure on him, and unlike Michael Cohen, he refused to break. Do you sp- make up stories in order to get a deal? Such respect for a brave man. He's talking like a mob boss. Do you see how yeah. how guilty? Yeah. It's not befitting of the office. Okay, the fact that he tweeted uh, just just now, five hours ago, six hours ago, six hours ago, six hours ago. Like he tweeted one, two, three, three Trump three tweets in an hour. For, uh, seven hours ago, he tweeted twice. Nineteen hours ago. Make America Great Again. Yeah, uh-huh. Which is basically, which is, a, which is a racist statement. If you say you want to make America, this makes me so fucking angry that he won on this platform. If you say you're running on making America great again, what, you're, what are you talking about? You're talking about the 50s when we all came back from World War II and everyone got a house except for the black people? Or, or the times when you're... Dad, when you didn't let people like move in places and all the like housing discrimination, housing discrimination, pre civil rights, uh, pre civil rights, pre LGBT, pre civil rights, pre LGBT, women could not get credit cards until 1975. I, I mean, wh- wow, oh, just, yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. when could we? Tr- when did they let us drive? I don't know that. One, yeah, but I know about the credit um. Cards. But this is crazy. When you say making America great again, you're you're saying that America was Make great in the man. past. Exactly. It, you're, you're celebrating the racism that our country was built on. When you're making America great again, you want to go back to like, back to the, when we actually owned Slaves, people. Yeah. yeah. You want to go back to that? Was for, that great? For some that was great life. for white people, wasn't it? Everybody making money because that's the best thing about slave labor. You don't have to pay them. So you just make more profit, you fucking douche. Fuck this guy. Yeah, it's I'm really this is this is very upsetting that he's talking about this making America great again still. And the thing is like the and people are so these people the the cult that he has, it's a cult. A lot of them don't have a pot to piss in. Some do. But the fact of the matter they still go to him. They don't even know. They're not even paying attention to So this is this, we're just saying unbefitting of the president. He's yelling in this one cuz he actually uses caps. Oh. <laughs> Bill de Blasio, the high-taxing mayor of New York City, just stole my campaign slogan. Promises made, promises kept. That's not at all nice. No imagination. This nigga crazy. He's, he's not, his, his behavior is not, he's tweeted like seven times in the past like couple hours. That's not befitting of a president. Well, the thing is also too, let, let, 
let's even go beyond the tweets. The fact that matter that he had two Russian, uh, um, I think, ambassadors that were in the White House last year, and they had a private meeting. He, and then we we didn't even talk about the private meeting that he had with um, uh, what's his face, Putin, um, when he was in El Helsinki. So no telling what they were talking about there. Sure. And then on top of that, how he's belittled so many. He's even belittled so many people of part of his administration, like that fucking Keebler elf, um, Jeff Sessions. Um, that motherfucker. He has no scrotum whatsoever, but we need Jeff Sessions because if Jeff Sessions quits or gets fired, that means he can fire Mueller and what have you, and so on. It just keeps... But the, it just... We let this happen, by the way. Yes. Yes. This is a, this is a terrible... Uh, one. I am sorry to have to reiterate that there are serious and unpleasant consequences to crossing the border into the United States illegally. In caps. Exclamation point. <laughs> if there were no serious consequences, a country would be overrun with people trying to get in, and our system could not handle it. Exclamation point. So, first, he's mm. being kind of cunty here by saying, I'm sorry to have to reiterate. I'm sorry. He's like, He's being like, just like a mouthy. Uh, so I'm, I guess. I'm sorry to have to reiterate. Like you're just you're a jerk, and this is so not. Well, I mean, he kept kids in cages. Okay, yeah, yeah. he he, basically, we kidnapped kids in order to get what he wanted. Because it was all about a fucking stupid wall, and he still didn't get it because what he was doing was illegal. Again. Oh, that's a form of impeachment. What do you, I mean, you can't, that's a human rights violation. Right. And they still have some Well, of people kids. who aren't Americans just don't have rights, I guess. That's, well, that's what he's basically they're, trying to know, say. They're like, not human. They're he not called human. them breeders. They're breeders and, and, and they're savages. Oh my God. He likes to use those words. Because and, they're not, because they were born somewhere else? No, because they're brown. Oh. Because they were born somewhere else and they got more melanin or something like that because they were in the sun longer. I mean, I don't know how that... We're, hey, guess what? You say you're all Christian and shit. Well, then you believe we all came from the same two people. So why are you a racist fuckbag? Like, serious. If we all came from Adam and Eve, then we're all... We're, it doesn't make we're sense. We're all human. We all have the same fucking... doesn't matter what the color of the skin is. What the fuck? But it, that's not... But that they praise their white it Jesus. It only matters the color of the money. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Fake news, of which there is so much. He put a couple O's on there, right? Oh, God. This time, the very tired New Yorker falsely reported that I was going to take the extraordinary step of denying intelligence briefings to President Obama. Never discussed or thought of. Oh, God. Okay, I can't do it anymore. But anyways, he's an idiot. And these are just the past, like, today and yesterday. So if, if impeachment is... Uh, interpreted it as meaning behavior unbefitting to the office held i want you know what i want for christmas i want fucking impeachment yeah me too here's I, the thing is i don't mind uh clinton getting a bj in the no, oval office in he the lied o -O. Ooh, so I, what i mean well they all lie i know they, they bend the truth around we, we know that They're but it wasn't like this but that's befitting a fucking president yes I get it. Presidents get their dick sucked. Like, that's a thing. They're like the most... I mean, I, maybe probably not Obama because he was a good dude and he loves his wife, but... And that's what we want to believe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think so. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't they, know what men love. in power... They love each other. They but love men in power usually like to get their dick sucked. Like, 
The, the thing is, he perjured himself. But so what? He, you know what? During the the whole Clinton uh, impeachment series, our TV country series. wasn't. I know it was. It kind of like felt a TV like series. it kind of felt like a TV series because there was Linda Tripp, Monica Lewinsky. Who else a cast of clowns? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, the fact of the matter is just like, I didn't see us having a, a, a constitutional crisis. I don't recall that happening during 1998, 99. I don't recall the fact that he had a completely... I mean, his, some people in, his, in the Clinton administration were not good people, but compared to what we have here... Right is nothing and like i said earlier they're even saying that this is worse than watergate and watergate was pretty fucking bad that was bad he was just nixon was just really paranoid because he he came from the old school uh times of but of like i'm not a but that they 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 did a lot of underhanded things like even there were some cia things that oh yeah Put into motion. I mean, look at the Bay of Pigs. Bay like, of Pigs. That yeah. was like an undercover CIA plot to try to overthrow Castro that did not work. But Nixon came from that old school like government where we, you lied to the people all the time. You just did. It's yeah. just a thing you well, did. The, the and di- now we're like, don't lie to us. But they're still lying to us. And now we're like, you aren't allowed to lie. And it's like, we know they've been lying forever. So well, the, thing, the thing is, like, it's these cast of characters that we have are so dumb that they lie and they can't even cover it up. But the <laughs> fact of the matter is some of the cult, his cult members, his fan club, don't give a shit but there's also two i have to blame there you know there's facebook and other news outlets that are not telling the same fox news yeah. <sighs> yeah. a lot of people they still have a demographic out there that will listen and watch that propaganda bullshit yeah, my dad sent me some fucked up shit this week as gerald ford once quipped an impeachable offense is whatever the majority of the house of representatives considers it to be at any given moment in history and and Gerald Ford is the one that pardoned Nixon. Yeah, sure. Yeah. How likely is Donald Trump's impeachment? Brian Class, a former U.S. campaign advisor, told The Independent, Mr. Trump has suffered both legal and political damage from Tuesday's courtroom drama, and there is now a real risk. His former lawyer might cooperate with Mr. Mueller's probe and reveal further incriminating details of their time together. The odds of Trump either being impeached or somehow not finishing his term went up significantly yesterday, Mr. Class said. There's a growing consensus among at least Democrats and independents, if not Mr. Trump's core base, that he is surrounding himself by criminals. He is surrounding himself by criminals. There are a lot of people in Mr. Trump's inner circle who are either convicted of or pleading guilty to crimes. Cohen and Manafort became the third and fourth Trump allies to be charged as a result of Mr. Mueller's investigation following ex-National Security Chief Michael Flynn and aide George Papadopoulos admitting to lying to FBI over the Trump camp's associations with Russia. Whether the alleged Stormy Daniels payoff is enough to merit impeachment is open to doubt. Its impact on the election campaign was, after all, indirect, potentially affecting Mr. Trump's public image with voters, but not the electoral process in itself. 
He's surrounded by so many crooks. Yeah. Further revelations could yet appear, of course, as the president is not without enemies. Cohen's lawyer, Lanny Davis, insists his client wants to tell the truth about his 12-year association with the property mogul turned reality TV star and others like Omarosa Manigault appeared to have stories to tell. Mm-hmm. As the independent Sean O'Grady has suggested the upcoming midterm elections in November could effectively serve as a referendum on whether or not to press ahead with impeachment proceedings. Much more likely if the Democrats were to gain ground in the House, where the Republicans currently hold 51 seats to their 46. Uh, have there been previous attempts to impeach Donald Trump? Last November, six House Democrats moved to have the president impeached on five articles, most significant being his firing of FBI Director James Comey in May, which they regard as, a, as an obstruction of justice into the Bureau's ongoing Russia investigation. Yeah, kinda. The Democrats also cited a violation of the Constitution's foreign and domestic uh, emol- emolments cause, barring a president from receiving gifts from foreign governments or profiting from their office, respectively. The latter targeting Mr. Trump's sprawling property empire. Yeah, we talked about this, yeah. Mar-a-Lago. Yes. And yeah. he using See? using his... I'm so glad that uh, people are still talking about this. We talked we about, talked this. about this. this. This is last year. This is last year. We were like, <laughs> impeach him. He's totally making money off being the president. That's an impeachable offense. They also argued that he had undermined democracy through his derisive comments about the court system and persistent attacks on the free press. Fake news! (laughs) However, the proposal faced an uphill battle as the result of Republican dominance of the House and failed to win support of Democratic leader Nancy Pelosi, who felt it was premature to pursue the matter before the FBI had conducted its Kremlin probe and because the articles had more to do with personal dislike of the president than hard facts. Nancy Pelosi, I didn't know Skeletor had a sister. <laughs> it's, an old, it's an old drummer, comedian, Aaron Barrett joke. That's a good yeah. And I I'd actually tried to do some of his old material last night at my first open mic, and it, it went over okay, but it's, I just don't have it memorized enough yet. Has any president ever been removed from office by impeachment? No American president has, to date, ever been removed from office through the impeachment and conviction process launching proceedings against a president is a complex business and promises to throw the government into disarray dominating the media agenda for months and leaving the authority of the white house diminished even if the defendant were eventually acquitted andrew johnson was impeached in 1880 1868 Mm -hmm. over his removal of secretary of war edwin mcmaster stanton in violation of the tenure of office act but acquitted thanks to his having sound support of the democratic majority Richard Nixon resigned in disgrace in the face of imminent impeachment proceedings by the House over the Watergate scandal, preventing the need for setting them in motion. Bill Clinton was impeached in 1998 on grounds of perjury before a grand jury and obstruction of justice as a result of his attempts to conceal an affair with White House intern Monica That was all he did. (laughs) However, he was later acquitted Mm -hmm. of those charges by the Senate in 99. Yes, thank you. Um, So there we've learned about impeachment, everyone. But the cast of characters that the mob boss 45, because that's mm. what he is. Mm. He's a fucking mob boss. Um, he's gross. They, oh, he's gross. So gross. Like, um, there was a story out. Uh, so two congressmen, early Trump supporters, um, Chris Collins of New York, and then uh, Duncan Hunter of California. He's a representative uh, in San Diego. Um, the first two members of Congress to publicly support Donald Trump for president have been indicted. <laughs> 
And the three men who were next in line to back him have weathered significant scandals. Chris Collins of New York and Duncan Hunter of California threw their support behind Trump in 2016, backed when much of the GOP establishment was staying away. But this, uh, with all the scandals plaguing the two Trump backers, caught in one. On August 8th, the FBI arrested Collins, who was accused of insider trading. And on Tuesday, a grand jury indicted Hunter and his wife on charges of improperly using campaign funds. These are his. These are the people that he surrounds himself to. Yeah. Um, Hunter and his wife were indicted by a grand jury in San Diego on Tuesday for charges of filing false campaign uh, finance records. The couple is accused of using more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars on personal expenses, such as some of this is funny the children's school tuition restaurant outings such as in and out burgers um <laughs> shopping mall purchases and a 650 uh dollar ticket for their bunny on an airplane their bunny bunny like a rabbit rabbit yeah wow <laughs> and they charge this to, to us to the taxpayers using the campaign funds we paid we paid for this <laughs> these That's- are these are the trump people yeah yeah uh-huh mm-hmm uh, here's some of his worst tweets ever. Uh, this is some, and this two of these are about uh, Obama from 2014. These are both from 2014, which is horrible that he did this even then. If Obama resigns from office now, thereby doing a great service to the country, I will give him free lifetime golf at any one of my courses. Are you serious? Yeah, with exclamation points. Do you hate this guy enough? Here's another one. This is from 2014. Obama is, without question, the worst ever president. Worst ever is in caps. I predict he will now do something really bad and totally stupid to show manhood. Exclamation point. I um since you're going to uh, Italy, I had to look up what do Italians think yeah, <laughs> of, good. of Trump. So let's see. Uh, Italy has dumped America for Russia. <laughs> that that came up. Um, Italy's elections reflect forces that gave us President Trump. This is what I was talking about earlier about how there's a little bit of fascism going on. Um, but uh, let's see. What do Italians think of Trump? Um, so do they think Trump is a disaster? This is from 2016. Many people didn't like Savio Berscaloni. Um, he was elected, uh, Italy's prime minister three times and has a history of, uh, repeating itself. Um, actually this is blah, blah, blah. This is too old. This is from 2016. I want to know presently since yeah, you're going to be, think? I can't imagine that anyone's okay with him. I can't imagine Russia. Russia. <laughs> um, I, I think some European, Eastern European countries are quite fond of him. Um, like I said, there is like a little bit of the Italian right wing is really, you know, they're, they're having some issues with their democracy. Like it, it seems like it's going on all over the place, all over the world. But here, oh man. He he said some really horrible things years ago about Kristen Stewart that I didn't. Oh, know. This, this is this is a funny this. this is a funny little t- tweet thing that he said back then. I just can't believe people elected him when he says these terrible things because even his opinions are dumb. Robert Pattinson should not take back Kristen Stewart. She cheated on him like a dog and will do it again. Just watch. He could do much better. And here's the next day. Robert, I'm getting a lot of heat for saying you should dump Kristen, but I'm right. If you saw the Miss Universe girls, you would reconsider. 
It's just so misogynistic. It's just so, so, so. After he, by the way, after he's like raw dog on getting like Playboy bunnies and, and porn stars, right? Well, women aren't people, so, you know. So many tweets and stories on Stuart Patterson. Look, it doesn't matter. The relationship will never be the same. It is permanently broken. It's like, everyone knows I am right that Robert Patterson should dump Kristen Stewart. In a couple of years, he will thank me. Be smart, Robert. Like, he just doesn't stop. He's like obsessed. <laughs> Everybody wants me to talk about Robert Pattinson, and I'm not Brian, and not Brian Williams. I guess people just don't care about Brian. Oh my gosh! Everybody, everyone is asking me to speak more on Robert and Kristen. I don't have time except to say Robert Dropper. She cheated on you and Will again. Just this, ugh. like a fucking. Ugh. I did. Like re- he cares. He's such the moral authority on cheating. That Donald Trump is the moral authority on cheating. When when months after his wife, who's gorgeous, by the way, has their son, he fucks the porn star? Like, his gorgeous wife isn't uh, isn't enough? His trophy wife isn't enough. His well, third trophy wife. Well, I mean, his marriages don't work. I hope she leaves him. I really she, do. She did. She'd be a great feminist. I mean, the thing is, it's just like, well, I wouldn't go that far. Well, if she, no, <laughs> if she stood up and said, she ain't me too. Up. She's been complicit then the whole she'd time. Be, exactly. and, well, I mean, she's she, probably she, paid off. Where's the hush money to her? I mean, I think it's in her face and all that. Stuff it she, is. But I mean, if you notice, like you don't, she tried to do the cyberbullying thing again this week, <laughs> which I'm just like, honey, just, you're embarrassing yourself. You're already married to an embarrassment. Stop trying to do this cyberbullying thing. I put it, in, where is Melania? And I guess she says things. Uh, well, there actually is a story called Where is Melania? <laughs> Which is funny. There's a bunch of them. Where is Melania Trump? Vanity Fair. Where is Melania? A quiet start for a reluctant first lady. Like, I put in where, like, where is she? Everyone's saying. It's like, where's Waldo? Melania Trump is going to Africa in the fall. President Trump isn't. Oh, she's, she's going not going to, to that shithole country? Ha ha ha. It's not a country. I read a book, one of my little friends that I nanny for has a book and it's called Africa is not a country. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good that's a, it's a good book. It's a it's fucking continent. A continent. It has lots of countries in it. Oh my god. But it's so anyway she's she's going to Africa in the fall. Now Melania Trump wore a pussy bow blouse to give a speech about bullying. Yes. See? <laughs> that's that's what we care about her look. Well, we were throwing back now to like um you know, Jackie O, when when the first lady just made things pretty and looked pretty, and that's all she needed to do, really. My I, husband's fucking Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I am. Like, which, I mean, Melania's. Anyways, this this is all this is all very it's, sad. Where's Melania is nowhere to be found. Yeah, I mean, well, she's trying to do that cyberbullying thing, you know. That's that's her that's her thing, which is just that's just so embarrassing. That's she just needs to stop. It's embarrassing her. I mean, she needs to leave him. I guess I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what the truth is anymore. I, you know I can't she, tell what truth is. What's real? What's not real? I mean, like we're all. I mean, all I know is that I I don't know things. I, things are pretty okay for me. Like nothing's really nothing really changes. Like. We say, I mean, everything, maybe because I'm white, nothing changes. I don't know. I still live in my, you know, I'm poor, but I live in my privileged place. I, I don't know. 
I, I found a story because I'm still trying to look about like what Italians think and it keeps bringing up um, the prime minister there Giuseppe Conte and the story headline from the New York Times is called Trump and Italy's Conte brothers in nativism <laughs> so Uh-oh. yeah because we, we I mean they go back to that whole nativism absolutely yeah. uh they were fascists. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, I mean. Meeting his meeting with Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte of Italy was a smashing success. That means they like each other. Mm. They have the same ideas. Mr. Trump was equally effused and congratulated Mr. Conte on his tremendous victory in Italy and finding parallels between it, um, it, Italians' rise and his own. We were both outsiders to politics. Can you believe it? In fact, Mr. Conte, a law professor, never won any election and is prime minister solely as the malleable com- compromise choice of two anti-establishment parties that formed a coalition of convenience after elections in March. Ooh, okay. This shit's okay. Uh, so Italians like Trump because he's fascist. Ooh. <laughs> mm, I was not wrong. I was hoping I was slightly wrong. They going back. What, what is? I don't get this, it. This is this is this is a bizarre article. I want to kind of like say a thing. It says, uh, "Melania Trump wore a pussy bow." blouse this week as she made a speech about her anti-bullying platform. It's the second time during her husband's political career that she's worn this style. I know, it's just riveting that a wealthy woman is wearing a fancy top. But sometimes an outfit is just an outfit. A sartorial choice based purely on aesthetics. It's tempting to try and ascribe meaning to what she wears because it makes it easier for us to wrap our heads around her position in the world. But that doesn't make it right. The first time she wore a pissy bow blouse was right after her husband, now President Donald Trump, was caught on tape saying that he can grab women by the pussy. Immediate reports, including some by Teen Vogue, started contemplating the meaning of said blouse, wondering if it was her way of speaking out against him. Since then, there have been several incidents where Melania has worn something that was taken as her sending a message with her outfit. She wore a jacket that literally stated, I really don't don't care, care, do you? you? When going to visit a detained mic going to visit detained migrant children in the Texas border. In other cases, her sartorial comments were less blatant, like when she wore a pair of stilettos, stilettos to visit a hurricane relief center after Harvey wreaked havoc in Houston. There's no way she missed the, that point. I don't understand. He, hi, stiletto heels to visit hurricane relief center. Oh, because, um, oh, oh, I know what they're talking about. Because in Puerto Rico, she was like, down to the T. Like, who's going to, who's going to go to a war-torn place of, like, hurricane damage with some stiletto heels? That, that's true. That's, that's what they're talking about. I saw that outfit. Recently, Omarosa, former White House staff member, wrote in her book that she felt Melania wore these office with outfits with purpose. Taken as a whole, all of her style rebellions have served the same purpose. And not only misdirection and distraction, strategies her husband knows all too well. I believe Melania uses style to punish her husband, she claimed. But that gives Melania a lot of credit, doesn't it? It makes the assumption that instead of speaking up about things she doesn't like, she uses her clothing and then expects the world to interpret what she intends. Well, I call BS, and her most recent outfit proves it. The pussy bow blouse that she wore back in 2016 was easily one of the most talked about fashion moments at the time. She could not have missed that point. So for her to stand up in front of a crowd of people, including photographers two years later wearing that same style blouse, knowing how the world once talked about it, shows just how little she cares about optics and the message they send. 
Melania Trump isn't standing up to her husband's policies. She's not standing up for herself with her clothing. And she's not a purposeful distraction. She wears clothes and doesn't care. You know, I would rather her wear them for a point. I don't like that she's just a pretty face wearing clothes that doesn't say anything. I mean, I have that old joke about it. She speaks four languages. Say something. Say anything. Yeah. Say say anything. That's... Instead of rehashing this old... And... Yeah, speak up about bullying. Your husband's the biggest bully in the world. Stand up and say, yeah, it's difficult to deal. This is how I deal with a bully is I go to Africa and I go pay attention to him. Like, how do you deal with a bully, Melania? That's, is anybody raising their hand at that fucking press conference? And, and ask like, her that. Yeah, how that's do you a, deal with. How do you deal with your bullying? I husband? haven't heard anyone ask her that question because, yet because that would be. It's a simple question. I've heard that, you know, he is impossible to talk to. That he, he won't take, he won't listen to anybody. He's he, a bully. He's a classic definition. Well, of I mean, he just like they have to like in meetings with him, they have to give him flashcards. I mean, because he, he wasn't, he won't listen to anyone. And then there was the meeting with uh, Angel, An- Angela Merkel, uh, the uh, chancellor of uh, Germany. He kept, she kept, he kept asking her 11 times about trading just with Germany. And she's like, no, you can't trade with just Germany. You have to trade with the EU. So that's like me saying, can I trade with Germany? Can I trade with Germany? Can I trade with Germany? Trying to 11 fucking times. (laughs) He doesn't listen. He doesn't know how to comprehend words. Like it's, and he's so fucking stuck. Oh, this man is a mess. He's a mess. And we're just letting it happen. They're letting it happen. Well, trying not to. Some of us are trying not to let it happen. This is why it's so important. Like I get on to my um, some of some of my other friends about like pay attention to what's going on, especially if they do have children, because it's 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 going it's affecting everybody. Yeah, the little kids right now are growing up in this thing. Melania Trump warns social media can be destructive and harmful, as husband calls people thugs. A total joke. Um, so this is uh, calls. He's the thug, Dis- disgraced and discredited. Bob Mueller and his whole group of angry Democrat thugs spent over 30 hours with the White House counsel. Spelled counsel wrong. Yeah. W- only with my approval for purposes of transparency. Anybody needing that much time when they know there was no Russian collusion is just someone. Looking for new tweet, looking for trouble. They are enjoying ruining people's lives and refuse to look at the real corruption on the Democrat side. The lies, the firing, the deleted emails, and so much more. Mueller's angry Dems are looking to impact the election. They are a national disgrace. As Melania Trump sat in the audience listening to a panel of cyberbullying prevention experts, the president sent another tweet. I hope John Brennan, the worst CIA director in our country's history, brings a lawsuit. It will then be very easy to get all his records, texts, emails, and documents to show not only the poor job he did, but how he was involved in the Mueller rig witch hunt. He won't sue. And he followed up with this. This is during her... This is like this is during her thing about cyber cyberbullying. This uh, is this so is, ironic. Isn't that embarrassing? This is so funny because she's on stage talking about cyberbullying and, and everyone's he's literally tweets. doing it as she's it's talking funny. about it. Oh, it's so funny. He followed up with this tweet. Will Bruce Orr, whose family received big money for helping create the phony, dirty, discredited dossier, even be ever be fired from the Jeff Sessions Justice Department? A total joke. Bullying, 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 bullying. 
While Melania Trump may not have known the president would tweet out bullying statements during her anti-bullying event, it would have been a relatively safe assumption. The New York Times has kept track of all the president's Twitter insults before declaring his candidacy, and it found that at least 487 people, places, and things have been the subject of his public venting. When the first lady was predictably presented with this contradiction, a spokeswoman released a statement acknowledging the argument. She is aware of the criticism, but it will not deter her from doing what is right, the statement said. The president is proud of her commitment to children and encourages her in all that she does. Nor was it the first time Melania Trump nodded to but waved away the irony of the situation. In March, in a similar panel, she acknowledged that she had been criticized for attacking, attacking cyberbullying as a cause, for tackling cyberbullying as a cause. I don't, can't do her accent because I don't know how, what she sounds like, but I am well aware that people are skeptical of me discussing this topic, she said. People who told the Trumps told the New York Times on Friday that even her husband had been aware that his Twitter bullying would expose her to criticism if she focused on bullying. He and he care. reported, he, he reportedly suggested she choose a different cause to push. <laughs> she rejected his advice and publicly said she was willing to face the criticism, the Times reported. Honey, you just embarrass yourself even more. Uh, but that same story also said that Melania Trump finds her husband's pugnacious style on Twitter exhausting. It noted friends have said she has political views different from her husband on some issues and that she has at times been frustrated by his inability to compromise. And she still ain't said shit. She still didn't say anything. And how many languages? Four languages? She speaks four languages. And I don't know what she sounds like. I have no idea how to make fun of her voice. It's. it's I have just, no. I don't. I just don't even. Fucking complicit. You know his real wife is his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he said if she wasn't my daughter, I'd fuck her. Yeah. I mean, not. A, I don't see. I, I don't think he said, I said I'd daughter date fucker. her or something. Yeah. No, he would date her. Yeah. He's a gross, gross he's, man. He's a. Oh, he's. I, I'm just. I'm praying on. Listen, I, I want two things for Christmas either an impeachment his ass in handcuffs or a stroke yeah wouldn't that be exciting I mean not like a stroke <gasps> to where he's look dead look how pretty she is when she I'm frowns I'm not looking at that bitch she I looks so pretty when I she frowns I don't give a it's, fuck it's in my she, joke which I think is really funny because she does look pretty I when don't she think she's pretty she's got a lot of work done she has no wrinkles she's obviously either this picture is touched up or she's older than me She's like 48 now. I'm yeah, 44. She's four I, years older than me. I think. She's a complicit, stupid bitch. Yeah. I don't fucking like that cunt. I she see, ain't doing nothing. I see one thing of gray. Maybe no. It just might be a highlight. I, I mean, I can't. Mm-mm. How much more humiliation can Melania take? That's the. Is that what the story? That's that's the name of the story. America asks a lot of its first couples, fairly or not, they become national marital role models. We don't really care if they have separate bedrooms, but we do expect them to demonstrate a certain amount of mutual respect and fondness for each other. We like it when they seem to be in love, like George and Laura Bush or Barack and Michelle Obama. Even Bill and Hillary Clinton, for all their woes, seem to take pleasure in each other's intellects and achievements. We also want them to be devoted parents. We get no good vibes from the Trump marriage. <laughs> Trump, who demands adoration, would no doubt love for Melania to gaze upon him the way Nancy Reagan gazed upon her Ronnie. But Ronnie didn't cheat on Nancy with poor stars and playmates. <laughs> What's distressing to so many Americans is that Melania seems like a prop in her husband's mm-hmm. reality show. During his inauguration, when the new president turned around to say something to his wife, her face lit up for a second. As soon as he turned away, her happy mask fell away. Months later, she slapped away his hand as they walked on the tarmac in Israel. 
These people are under constant scrutiny, said University of Washington sociologist Pepper Schwartz, a sex and relationship expert. Has anyone ever seen a loving gesture between them? No. Our first lady does not seem to be having a good time. I like this article very much. In the last month alone, amid the daily chaos that is the Trump White House, stories about the president's womanizing and his techniques for suppressing stories about his womanizing have become fodder for the Daily News report. Porn star Stormy Daniels said when she was paid to stay quiet about an affair she alleged she had with Trump shortly after Melania gave birth to their son, Barron. Michael Cohen, Trump's personal attorney and self-described fix-it guy, announced he had paid the actress, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, $130,000. Cheap. Uh, the New York reported that former playmate Karen McDoodle kept the diary of the nine-month affair she began with Trump in 2006, yeah. around the same time she was seeing Clifford. McDougal said, uh, has said that the National Enquirer, whose publisher is a friend and protector of Trump, paid her $150,000 for exclusive rights to her story and then never ran it. Trump still denies both affairs. Melania has already skipped the billionaire confab in Davos. I don't know what a confab means. Uh, it, it was like a conference with, oh. with a lot of rich fuck faces. In, in Davos, after the Stormy Daniels payment story broke. Then came playmate Dougal, and more wifey, wifely passive aggression followed on Friday. Uh, or this is a while ago. Melania's office, citing a scheduled issue, announced she would drive alone to Andrews Air Force Base rather than a helicopter there with her husband from the White House. Maybe Melania passed on the copter ride because she is getting tired of walking across the White House lawn in her stilettos. But she was also a no-show at Mar-a-Lago dinner when her husband hosted with Geraldo Rivera and her stepsons, according to the Washington Post. Melania seems to be punishing Donald, but for what? I mean, duh. That's a dumb question to ask. No. Dumb. I don't think she ever imagined that he was going to be faithful to her, Schwartz said. This is a man who has never stopped pushing himself on women. The preponderance of the evidence, they say, is pretty convincing. The punishment in that case must be for relentless humiliation. Sure, Melania Trump knew what she was getting into when she married the man who would be our 45th president. 24 years her senior, Donald Trump has already been divorced twice. He's a famous adulterer, womanizer, and sexist, and a regular on shock jock Howard Stone's radio show, making proclamations about then-girlfriend Melania's breasts and the hotness of his own daughter. His belief that when a woman turns 35, it's checkout time. He's such a pile of dog shit because he's so ugly. It's like it's, it just. I know. Uh, you, you know he's got a tiny little weenie. You know he's his got to. Is, well, he's, yeah. you know he don't know how to eat pussy, toss a salad. I, yeah, that little cocktail Vienna weenie ass. You know he. I wish no that dick. Stormy would have said something about it. That's really all I wanted to know. She, her, her, like, she have her nod. Well, yeah, I mean, really he he doesn't he didn't use protection. Well, and he's such he's such a jealous fuck. He probably would never use a dildo because he's like, you're a porn star. Act like you're getting off. Yeah, you know he's a self. Oh, he's so selfish. Yeah, she's like, Ben, you can tell. Oh. oh. <laughs> she rallied his defense after the infamous Access Hollywood tape became public during the 2016 presidential campaign. America's future first lady dismissed her husband's boast about being able to grab women's genitals. It's just boy talk. And that her husband had been egged on by host Billy Bush. And then, when more than a dozen women came forward to allege Trump had sexually harassed or assaulted them over a period of four decades, the former model attacked the women. Their stories, she said, were lies. This was all organized from the opposition, Melania Trump, 47, told CNN. Did they ever check the background of these women? They don't have any facts. Well, you certainly can't blame a wife for supporting her husband. Unless, of course, she's a Democrat like Hillary Clinton, in which case the wife would be vilified for supporting her husband. She looks great in white here. She looks good. 
Uh, in the past year, there's been a lot of speculation about the durability of the Trump's marriage, mostly focusing on Melania's tolerance levels. Tongue-in-cheek memes include hashtag free Melania. <laughs> I mean, she... Oh, I know. I, I would be so embarrassed. Like, I wonder if she's, like, pill-popping or drinking a lot to, like, kill some, kill some of this pain. I, maybe. 13 months ago, uh, at the first women's march, there were numerous handmade posters riffing on the first lady's generally stone-faced expression with variations of, Melania, blink twice if you need help. And that <laughs> was long before new details about the porn star and the playmate emerged. A Marxist poll released on Valentine's Day, exclamation point, found that 43% of Americans think the Trumps should stay together, 34% said Melania should leave, and 23% were unsure. I just can't imagine what it feels like to have your marriage put to a popular vote. Over the course of last year, Melania's approval rating has inched up. Now she's far more popular than her husband. This is not much of a surprise. Most first ladies are more popular than their mates. In Melania's case, the bar was pretty low, given Trump's low ratings, but good for her. Last fall, during the White House dinner, President Trump acknowledged his wife's popularity, calling her the star of the Trump family, according to news reports. They love her out there, I'll tell you. Let me... They love her out there, I tell you. We walked all over Florida. We walked all over Texas. And they're loving Melania. He doesn't know how to pronounce his wife's name either. I don't. Since, he, I don't know. Melania. He spelled it wrong Melania. in a tweet. Mm, that is great. Uh, since he has a history of walking all over his marriage, it's good to know that someone is loving Melania. Jesus. It's from the LA Times. They're funny. This is she. This is a frowny face. She looks so pretty when she frowns. Honey, she, oof. girl, girl, you need. Ooh, mm. this is a picture of her before all of her plastic surgery. Slovenian, so she is Slovenian. Yeah, Slovenian, because that's another one of my jokes. Is I, 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 I don't. She never talks, so I don't know where she's from. It's either Slovenia or Slovakia. Uh, either way, they they both border Hungary, and my God, she's starving. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a picture of her before she had work done. Her before her eyebrows were done, girl. She's got some bushy brows there. She looks like she looks like she was attacked by a yeti on her face. But now they're now they're better. But that was her when she was a kid, I guess. Looks pretty different. She looks like she's Slovenian. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, she's had so much work done. I I wish I could have that look on my. She keeps her forehead so without the wrinkles. I have so many wrinkles in my forehead because I have expression. It's like you have to like. It's like you're mouths it's like that I want to be fucked look like but without any I don't know expression. She, she's a fucking trophy she is she's a fucking trophy. trophy and I know I know she's got to be miserable like I would not want to be in her shoes literally I would not want to be in those red bottoms I mean she's just constantly frowning we're looking at all her pictures she's frowning she looks great when she frowns she's smiling here this is a nice smile ugh I don't think she likes to smile because it shows the wrinkles around her face. She's like, but there are no wrinkles around her eyes. I have no idea how she's smiling without wrinkles around her eyes. Botox, but you're not supposed to put Botox around your eyes. You're not supposed I don't, to. I don't. I don't care to look at the bitch. Okay. She's she's okay. just Melania. a she's Melania. a fucking she's a see you next Tuesday to me. Oh, well, she could say something. I mean, she's the first lady. Like, being the first lady, the kind of the only, like, super cool thing about it. I mean, I guess there's cool things about it. But one of the cool things is that you get to say something. You get to affect the world. You get to change public policy. You get to, like, look at what Michelle did. Michelle was amazing. Like, I know. You don't have to tell me. Yeah, Michelle we're going to look up Michelle, Michelle versus Melania and see what they... 
And plus, uh, Melania took a bunch of Michelle Obama's speeches. Yeah, she did. Uh, almost verbatim. Yeah, yeah, that's why I have that. Uh, I put in, oh, also try, uh, versus, there's a Michelle versus Melania cartoon. Really? Huh. There's a, oh, there must not be, it couldn't be a cartoon. I guess, I guess there, there are. Um, liberals freak out at brutal cartooning comparing Melania to, there we go, brutal. That's what we want. We want it to be brutal. Well, she, I mean, there was the whole, I, I have the whole joke about it that she plagiarized uh, Michelle and how she should also just plagiarize her and say that, you know, she also hates fat kids or whatever. And, like, <laughs> teach them how to do the bulimia, become four times the consumer. There was recently a picture of her trying to, um, I think it was a, it was definitely a photo op of her in the uh, White House garden gardening, uh-huh. trying to be like Michelle. Cause that's when Michelle Obama brought the garden. <laughs> oh my God. And so yeah, she I'm was just... like, look, fruits and vegetables are good for you. And Seriously. It's, it's a, it's a big deal. I know there's, um, Jamie Oliver did a fun little thing, um, where he showed, vegetables to first graders and was like what's this and they had no idea oh that was in west virginia yep. or west virginia yep. they, they didn't know what eggplant yeah. or zucchini or but they knew celery. what chicken nuggets they were knew what chicken nuggets were they knew all the processed foods Ugh. all of them that's they, tr- they trump. didn't know vegetables that's trump country uh liberals freak out at brutal cartoon comparing melania to the real michelle this is an old old thing but uh, i kind of want to see the see the thing when it comes to making fun of conservatives liberals are all in just look at the daily show or doonesbury they love it however when conservatives try to do the same thing with liberals they're branded as racists or bigots take this cartoon of first lady michelle obama and first lady hopeful melania trump let's look at it i clicked on it because it's probably i I already know i already have an idea uh because conservatives are racist duh well i think that and they're not funny i think i think we're all racist it's just systemic race uh racism it just is part of america we're built on it um it's also the fear of the fact that whites will be the minority very very soon but that fear i my buddy has a baby who uh she's white and her husband her not husband her her baby daddy is um an african-american gentleman and her baby is so fucking gorgeous Every time I babysit for her and I'm walking around with the baby, everybody's like, oh my God, she's gorgeous. And then I say she's also talkative and clever because she's two. But And I don't want her to just be like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty. But she is. She's gorgeous. She's just the most adorable baby. What are, what are people fucking afraid of? Because what they're, are they afraid they're of? afraid of, well, Pam, most, uh, some white folks don't think the way you do they have the fear like like your dad for example has the white fear of like becoming the minority and that white fear of that minority is thinking that we as black and brown people are going to do the same thing what some whites have done to us as the others we're gonna be enslaved (laughs) yeah i mean they like what do you think white supremacy is about that's why everyone is that what it's about really it it has something to do with that yeah wow yeah I mean, that's why a lot of them don't like diversity um, or they don't understand what um, uh, white privilege is or, you know, it, it's th- they're afraid of being the others. That's I mean, that's what that's what the fear is. This is funny because 
this is obviously a I'm, I'm looking for the pit. where's the phone? this is the conservative thing and they don't like it says tyranny Michelle Obama goes too far Bam's one of America's favorite cereals and it's funny because these people are it, sugar is bad for kids it's bad it makes them crazy corn syrup is bad and she said I'll read this one just when you think Michelle Obama's lunch programs couldn't get any worse think again they got better they got better new rules brought about by Obama's lunch legislation banned popular cereals children's love in daycare centers across the country good even worse child care centers will not be allowed to serve fried food good good they will only be allowed to serve juice once a day good Good. and will be encouraged not to add honey to a child's serving of yogurt Good. Good. Well, is it because we're in California and we're like, organic is good. Don't eat sugar. No. Why it, do you? I mean, it, juice has a lot of sugar. It in It has a lot of sugar in it, and a lot of the honey that they serve is not real honey. It's not real honey. You're right. The new rules, which go into effect in 60 days, also this was a long time ago, place strict limits on the amount of sugar and cereal that can be served at childcare and adult daycare centers. Breakfast cereals cannot contain more than six grams of sugar per dry ounce, according to the regulation. According to that rule, Lucky Charms, Tricks, Cocoa Puffs, Captain Crunch, and Frosted Flakes oh will no longer be options. Ooh. Cereals that do meet sugar restrictions include Cheerios, uh, puffed rice, or you know rice, bran rice cakes, rice. Pop, what is it called? Cheerios. Um, Pops. Yeah, what are they? But um, what are they called? Rice Krispies. Fiber One and All Brand. Needless to say, the choices for cereals just got bland and boring for kids everywhere. That's not true. I mean, put some strawberries or a banana on it if you want it to be interesting. Brand flakes are good. This is I I do recall this is this is probably what 2014 or 2013. I remember when she was doing that program and I thought it was great because the fact of the matter. All the foods that they were giving to the kids were there was no vegetables involved, and whatever vegetable the one vegetable or fruit they would have, the kids never ate. And they so, were throwing, yeah, they were throwing away their fruit. Exactly. So they were wasting food on top of that. I think that's around the time when Jamie Oliver did that whole thing too in West Virginia with the food, uh, the vegetable versus the other garbage Monsanto shit. Okay, here's the thing. This was the this was the. Uh the cartoon that that was about they uh they called it like reality wives or so michelle has these really beefy arms and she looks angry like an angry black and, woman and, and it looks like they put a dick here too kind of they put a bulge yeah, see? near her crotch they made her look like a dude versus melania and she looks like a you know a beauty queen with her big boobs and says like pro trump yay see that's exactly see that's why that conservative shit ain't funny they're not because they're not play, being fair about it. Uh, oh, this is funny here. M- Melania parrots Michelle, and it's a cartoon. And she says, "Darling, start exercising and eating more vegetables." I mean, he because he's unhealthy. Yeah, he's an unhealthy fuck. Oh, and then around this time when they're criticizing, uh, make Michelle Obama's speech great again. And there's a it's a hat on Melania's uh-huh, head. That's, uh-huh, very that's funny. Around this time, this is like when the conservatives were really trying to find something. Like, like who who gets mad about having a healthy diet? Like how? Like I right? don't get that. I like, know because 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 thirty percent of our nation is obese, and oh, now yes. we're supposed to champion obesity. Okay, I I'm gonna get on this for just a second. Please do. I was on the bus yesterday. I do a lot of bus travel. Again, the nine. Two people got on. It was a full fucking bus. And two enormously fat women two get full on. People. They get on at the general hospital and they waddle on with their with their walkers. Oh. And one of them, and it's a full bus. And there's people move, so there's seats in front. And one of them goes, 
oh no, I need to sit there because I need to use those bars to sit down. And she took up both spaces. And then there, there was another one sitting down and she was like kind of squished in there. And then she got up and she was like moving around. She's like, I'd like to sit there. I was trying to get people to move. And the bus driver goes, you have a seat right there. And she, cause he wants to move the bus because we're right. ready to go. But she's still figuring out. She goes, I can't sit there. It's too small. The bar, the bar hurts me. And I just uh, wanted to be like, Lose a hundred pounds. Like bitch. you're making us all wait here standing. Everybody moved for because you. Everyone went out of our way. Why are you, how did you get to be, I don't want to be a dick, but like, how do you get to be that big? It just, you just give up. Do you just say, you know what? Fuck life. Like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. And then on top Is of that, that you, you have, say? you have to use a walker. A walker. You have to use a walk to waddle your ass. Uh, see th- anywhere, is- and I'm supposed to. And then they complain. Oh, I have to buy two seats on an airplane. It's Be- like, yes, you do. You're the size of two people. Maybe you shouldn't have those two fucking double cheeseburgers. Well, then I don't even know. And I, I'm sorry, I'm a sizeist, you guys. I'm, I'm, I I'm am. a total sizeist. I am. And I just, and I, and it's not fair. It, it's the same thing of like. No, I mean, it's I can, fair. I, I, but I mean, it's because I'm I'm thin. I've I've always been pretty but, thin, and I'm I guess I'm lucky. But or? Pam, but there is a difference between being fat and then being morbid obese. Like yeah. this woman, where the, she's taking two. It's our bodies are not built to be that yeah. wide and outside. You can be fat and have certain areas where you don't have to take up fucking two spaces. Right. I mean, but you're this die. you're it's going you're going to gonna die. You're killing yourself slowly. All in the name of like fried chicken right and and monsanto there's nothing wrong with fried chicken if you eat it in moderation right like okay so uh benders now has this they just changed it they used to have a chicken biscuit and now they make like this chicken cutlet thing it's a big pounded chicken uh thigh and then it's breaded and it's deep fried and it's great and you put the you dip you can i don't i even get it without the bun and i just dip it in the um in the delicious uh habanero honey anyway I don't eat one every day. I have like one a week. You know, you don't, it, it, it's it's okay to eat fried chicken. Just have two pieces, not a bucket. And there's also, with adding to that, there's nothing worse than seeing a fat, obese child. Oh, like I was at- There is no reason for that. That is no, I was, I was actually, oh, I was at Walgreens yesterday in Lyme and I saw this cute little chubby girl and then I looked at her mom and her mom was like big as a house and the little girl was like in the candy aisle and i'm like in my mind i'm like oh sweetheart you don't need that candy mm-hmm. oh no don't and the mom's like good get whatever you want baby and i'm like no don't the little girl is already her she she's already getting big she looks like she's only like four or five years old so by the time she's probably like seven or eight she's going to have some titties look at this and- look at this fat See, fat boy, oh, fat baby. See, fat. that's child abuse. I know. Look at these fat. That's, look at this baby in diapers who is a fat, 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 fat baby. Like, oh, it, this is gross. This is too. Oh my God, this is the most disgusting picture. There's a picture of oh, two I've fat seen. kids eating at McDonald's, and they're so, so beefy. Oh my God, and he's arms. pointing, and he just ate a large fry. I just, this is, this is child abuse. It's this a, is child abuse. It's child. And so, what Michelle Obama was doing at that time, she actually didn't she curb the obesity rate for children after she uh, did that with the uh, the lunch programs. I, I believe probably. she did. Because there was an obesity crisis with children under the age, I believe, uh, under the age of 12. And so when she changed the school program, the public school lunch diet, 
I believe uh, some of the obesity rates for children went down because of that. Yeah. And she got kids. I think she had started a program called Get Up or Get Moving or something yeah. like that. This is the thing that's terrible is that great news, kids. Congress is preparing to end Michelle Obama's oh, school lunch no. program. Oh, no. They, they, they completely changed it. And they said, Ugh. kids hate it. Parents hate it. The disgusting food choices have been documented on Twitter countless times. It's not. It's healthy. Like, I just... I'm so that they rolled it all back. They rolled it all back. So, I mean, and the thing is, it's just like, first of all, when I was a kid, I couldn't eat everything that I wanted because as a child, do you think I was, I was a weird kid. So I liked my vegetables, but most children are not going to go for their vegetables all the time. You have to force them sometimes to like it. It's a slow process. Kids should not always get all, all the way they want they should be able to balance and i feel a lot of parents are too some of them are too fucking lazy or some of them are too fucking strict with like oh no we don't want him to eat this because it has this product in it or what have right, you that's I mean, another that's, that's the, the opposite that's, that's the, the california opposite. side yeah that that right. shit drives me crazy we too. only eat almond butter yeah exactly <laughs> oh no they don't eat peanut butter we don't this is pe- a, we're peanut free yeah we're Peanut, we, he's not allergic, but you know, just in case. It's a they're celiac. <laughs> I don't even know what any of it means. Or no, he's gluten free. Like no, there's no such thing. Gluten free baby. You're not gluten. No. Gluten free baby would be a good name for a band. It would be right. Gluten free baby. <laughs> we can make it happen. This was fun. So now oh, my hangover's coming. I feel it. Oh shit. You know, like when you get that sweaty feeling of like Ooh. suddenly you get really hot and sweaty for no reason. It's coming. My hangover. Do you have here. time to take a nap after this? No, no, I don't. I gotta. Uh, we're gonna finish up here. Um, the next, some, some call, call me, me Tim, Tim is John Pitsley, which is exciting. Get to interview him, and then I'm gonna do um, a couple hours of computer work. I'm gonna make the new breaker and send out a bunch of emails looking for sponsors for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up in March. I'm starting really early because I'm 2019. I know March 1st through 5th, 2019, the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. This year's almost over. I know, isn't it crazy? And uh, you could apply. Not now. We're gonna. You're gonna start applying at the end of September. That's when that's gonna happen. There's a full two months to enter, and then uh, the year's almost over. Oh, like I said, I told you what I want for Christmas. Impeachment or a stroke. That's right. Impeachment or a stroke. Sweet. Uh, (laughs) It's all going to be good, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, No, you won't. You won't see LaToya. She's going to be in in Chicago Chicago. having a great time. Maybe she'll call in. I'll probably probably call in. Uh, And then I'll be here. But then I'll be gone. So, hey, thanks for listening to the AltaCast. Bye. sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm from there you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures they've got live comedy to small business advice lgbtq friendly to sports vinyl to gutter punk 
MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Time and we're ready to groove in the mission for the 6th Annual Noise Pop Block Party. It's free, Saturday, August 18th from noon to 6 p.m. with bands Empress Of, Jeff Rosenstock, The Marias, The She's, Small Crush, The Total Bettys, and more. Come to Mutiny Radio for special programming all afternoon, including live comics, karaoke on the radio for donations, and interviews with main stage bands. Bring your family, friends, neighbors, and dogs on August 18th to benefit Mission Language and Vocational School and celebrate the peak of sunshine. For more info, check out the Noise Pop Block Party website at www.20thstreetblockparty.com. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz latin gospel hip-hop and traditional folk ballads great stuff check it out labor and love is every saturday 10 a.m to 12 p.m serve somebody out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Mufi's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off, for, <laughs> isn't duty this. 
And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. (laughs) Hey, guys. How's it going? Pretty great, I'm sure. Um, we have a little announcement for you. A PSA of sorts. Yes. Uh, listen to Cowards every 10 a.m. to 11 on Mutiny Radio. On Fridays. Yay. For some sweet, scared storytelling. Please do it. We need you. (laughs) So badly. Yes. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) And all the kissing is kissing. What is... Flat black plastic. What could it be? It's exactly what you think it is. Flat black plastic. Vinyl. Records. Round. Played. Mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto Walker. Amazing artist, music DJ, vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, Crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, 